Welcome, welcome, welcome to Teachers of Good Things. This is Reverend Michelle O's, and I have the honor and the privilege of having the one and only Mrs. Deanna P. Cherry of From the Heart Church Ministries with us today. We're talking about 43 years of ministry, unblemished, no scandal. And we are talking about starting with 14 people in the living room and making that blossom to 28 thousand members, believers in Christ Jesus. So we most certainly want to hear what she has to say. So with no further ado, I am going to say welcome, Mrs. Deanna P. Cherry. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Amen. All right. Well, today we're just going to share with you from our hearts. We want you to know that this podcast is unscripted. We have prayed the prayer. We've asked the Holy Spirit to be with us. We've asked God to give us the questions of your heart that we might be able to answer those. And our sole goal is that we would add to the kingdom of God. Amen. That's it. (laughs) So one of the most interesting things I think about your life is that you were able to stay where God put you to stay in a frame of mind to be submitted to your husband for the years of ministry and to just be a help meet to him. Can you share with us what happened in your heart and mind to cause you to be able to stay? Well, I guess I should begin first with marriage, because I think one of the biggest challenges that we have in life is staying in a marriage. Mm -hmm. And we were married prior to ministry. So that was the first thing. So perhaps I had perfected the art of staying Mm -hmm. because we had been married for a few years prior to the ministry. But I think we have to always focus on the greater purpose. And one of my favorite statements, and my husband used to say that it's not about me. Mm -hmm. I believe that that thinking and that mindset helps one to stay. If you know that you're in the will of God, why would you leave? God is not um God is not a God who changes his mind. If he called you to do something, he's not going to change. He's not you know, the gifts and callings of God are not unto repentance. And we have just got to settle in our hearts that I'm in the plan of God. I'm in the will of God. My life is helping to further the will of God in the earth realm, and it's not about me. So I have to take my tiny little hurt feelings (laughs) and my tiny little evil thoughts, and I have to just kick them them to the background because that's not important. And I always try to focus on the greater good. Um, The people of God were always number one in my heart and remain so today. And I think that if you know that God called you to be someplace or to do something, your job is just to stay. We obey without full understanding. And that seems to be difficult for people to do nowadays. Mm -hmm. But when God called my husband and me, we had no idea what was in the cup. But we just purposed in our hearts that we were going to obey. And if we obey, then God will show us in his time, what it is he wants us to do and how we are to do it. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Now, let's talk about what you think over the years might be one of your most pivotal teachings, the one that was earth shaking, the one that needs to be reinvented in in the world again today. What is it that you think was that teaching for you? Well, I shared in the first um, session that God's plan for the woman, because that changed me. Mm -hmm. And that teaching grew out of a teaching that actually my husband had taught on Save the Seed. That teaching has changed the world. Save the Seed is still alive. I'm still receiving messages from people who are being blessed by it. And I I still have to keep God's plan for the woman uh, in the top spot of the messages that have changed me and the world. And then after that, I would probably think of the virtuous woman, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, because my teachings are for everybody. And I used to have a lot of men in attendance at when I was teaching uh, regularly on Friday night. But I, I always felt my focus should be on women, perfecting women. So the virtuous woman, God's plan for the woman. And if I had time to really think about all the teachings that I have taught, I would probably add a few others. But this is unscripted mm-hmm. and um, kind of impromptu. And I think that those two teachings would probably be my number one and two. That is wonderful. Well, I heard you say, if I had time to think. So that means once you have thought about it, there could be more podcasts. We could talk more about some of these wonderful things that you have shared in the kingdom of God. So tell me what was some of the most pleasurable and exciting things about ministry for you? Wow. Hmm. Pleasurable? Hmm. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> that, that would take a lot of thought. <laughs> uh, memorable. Again, all the lives that have been changed and yeah. the testimonies. I just celebrated 80 years of life, and I received so many testimonies from Wonderful. so many people about what the teachings have meant to them. And as I hear people quoting some of the things that we've said through yes. the years, like be changed to be unchangeable mm-hmm. and choices are long lasting and life changing. <laughs> uh, those teachings that have made a difference in the lives of so many people around the world, that's got to be the high for me, the very the highlight for me that God would use somebody like me. I'm about to write my autobiography. And uh, I think that when you get a glimpse at where I came from, you'll understand a little bit better why I'm so amazed that God could use me. And I know I'm not the only person who feels like that and who feels like that about their life. But my life just goes to show you that it doesn't matter where you were born or how you started or what your worldly credentials were or are. Mm -hmm. God can still use you. Amen. I never had a real high opinion of me. I don't I didn't know what low self esteem was. And I'm not sure I ever had that, but I certainly didn't have a high opinion of me of what I could do. My dream when I was younger in, in high school was just to be a secretary because that was about the limit of what I thought I was capable of doing. And wow. so low points in ministry, um 
I, you know, I, I just try not to focus on things like that. Uh, I think that leaving our former denomination, that was challenging to me because I loved being a part of the denomination. But when God said to move, you move, you cry. Yes. Yes. And move on, yes. you know, and all of us who've been past yes. lives, you know, okay, where am I packing to go? Right. <laughs> just tell me where. Right. Just tell me where and I'll go. Yes. <laughs> I will go, Lord, wherever. But um, there were probably lows. I just, I don't focus on that. God's been too good to me. And even though I've missed my husband, I just, I can't focus on the lows. I really can't. I really can't. Too many highs. That's good. That's (laughs) wonderful. And that's a beautiful way to uh, help us to always focus on the good things that God has done. Because we are supposed to think on those things that are are good, right? Honest, pure, (laughs) of a good report where there's virtue and praise. Think on those things, right? So thank you so much for that. Now, you have two minutes. This is our wonderful challenge for today. You've got two minutes from the 43-year deposit of the Word of God to make a difference in the life of someone. Take it away. Change your life. If you're struggling, change what you're thinking about. If you're struggling, change who you are associating with because who you're associating with, if you're not the stronger of the group, you will become what they are. And you always want to set the standard, be the standard, and never compromise and change to fit into someone else's plan or purpose. God has a purpose for you. Seek Him, seek His will, accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior, and then seek to please Him and not mankind, and you'll be so much better off than you think that you ever could have been. Amen. (laughs) Amen to that. Now, a special message for women. If you could just sum up what you want to say to every woman, no matter where she is at this moment, what would that message be? God made you. He has a plan and a purpose for you and for your life. Be happy with who you are. Seek to do the very best that you can do and strive to be the very, very best that you can be. And if you do that, I think that that process of thinking will make a great difference in your life. Think good things and always seek the will of God for everything that you do, say, think. And I believe that your life will be impacted for better good. Amen to that. (laughs) Well, amen to that. Thank you so much for sharing. I want to just add to something you said, and you talked about the work that you did in the ministry and how important the people were. And I just want to share from my personal experience that as a new Christian who had joined what was then full gospel, and I was moved out of the state that I would send my little ties in and write a little note. And I really didn't think anybody would ever respond, but you responded to everyone. You personally, 
You sent me pictures of the new building addition. You let me know what was happening in the life of the ministry. And it wasn't a typed letter. It was in your own handwriting. And I always felt so loved when I got that. I was like, I don't even think she knows who I am. But the fact that you took the time to correspond with me, a new Christian, um, and it was so important in my staying power uh, in the body of Christ. And then I got the cassettes. Oh, okay, I'm dating right, this because right. they were That's cassettes, right? That's right. right. <laughs> uh, in the mail so I could keep up with the teachings. And I just loved my church. And then you all told me that I needed to find a local church, but you were local to me. <laughs> Even though I was states away, you were local right. to me. Uh, but what a blessing it was to have that as my first experience in the body of Christ. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine when we first started the ministry for years, I sent every member a Christmas card and wrote something on the card relative to them, yes. relevant to them. And then when I celebrated my 80th birthday, I have tried to send a thank you to every person who wow. identified themselves and who gave me a gift with personal notes that has blessed me so much oh, to be wow. able to touch our members again like yes. that. So I think yes. it's just in my heart to reach out and to write something to people. <laughs> what a blessing. What a blessing. And then that was returned to you because you had hundreds of people show up at your 80th. Yeah. And what a blessing it was. They All you wanted to do was spend time with them. Exactly. And take <laughs> photos with them. You didn't want to show. You didn't want a performance. You didn't want any guests. Let me be 80 and love on the people. Amen. Over 600 people matriculated oh, wow. through that evening. Oh, wow. Affair. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. That is exciting. And that is a testament to the commitment that you've demonstrated in the body of Christ. And I thank God that my son, he did exactly what I'd asked him to do for the church to celebrate my birthday. And I'm so grateful. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, it's always good when your children follow your instructions. Isn't it? <laughs> No matter how old they are. (laughs) He could have said, this is my mom and this is what I want to do for her. But he said, this is what she wants. Exactly. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This will be the end of our first podcast, but I have a strong feeling there are going to be more. (laughs) All right. Thank you all for joining us. And we pray that you will join us again with Teachers of Good Things. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye.